Hey guys, I know the title sounds familiar because it is. It's just a recap of an episode we did in season two. Again, we are taking a two-month break. We will be back with new episodes in July. Hope you enjoy the recap, the revisits, you know what I'm saying? Share with a friend, drop a review on your favorite podcast app, and we appreciate you. And this is The Real Relationship Report. To me, it's like, what is the goal of this silent treatment? Because the longer you keep this silent treatment shit up, is the more you're showing this person that you're not mature enough for the relation, relationship I'm trying to be in. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it is. You know, and, a- you know, you know um, I don't know if people are living with the person that they're in a relationship with, but that can be like tormenting as hell to be in a relationship with somebody share the same space with somebody especially if it's a small space and that person is not talking to you but they need you to do shit yes <laughs> that's when you realize how immature what you're doing is but you know or some of you will right and then you know you you might spend all day not talking to your uh husband or your your man um i'm gonna speak for a woman's point of view and then when it's time for you to go to work that's when you say you gonna drop me off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now you want to talk to me? Nah, kiss the butt. Right? <laughs> like kiss. it's it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Or or y'all not talking to each other, um, but you want my read receipts on on my phone, but you're not responding to my text messages for the last two days. <laughs> but once I turn my read receipts off, then it's a new argument. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's dumb to me that's like high school shit but what what does the read receipts even prove like if y'all are in a relationship you know how somebody acts with their phone time Yeah. I, don't, I know you're on your fucking phone all day I know you see my damn messages yeah. don't play I don't need you don't ever have to have your shit my read receipts are never on people know it's not like anybody here goes the whole day without ever checking their fucking cell phone. Let's yeah. be real. So you're going to see my message eventually. And if you're mm-hmm. not responding to it, then I'm going to get mad because I'll be like, yo, I know you saw what the fuck I wrote. Like, right. stop stop playing these games. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, I, it's, it's very passive aggressive, which is another big issue that a lot of people do where... um you know this person's frustrations. You know what presses this person's buttons. You know what's going to get them from a level one of being just, I don't like it, to like a level 10 of, I'm fucking angry and I'm about to bust your head open. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people egg that on and make it get from a level one to a level 10. So, you know, y'all having a discussion the person that initiated the discussion was irate and you're trying to reason with this person to figure out, okay, what is the solution? But yet you're the only one in the discussion that's trying to get a solution. The other person is trying to get a rise out of you. Yeah. And by the time the discussion is at the end, the energy has flipped. Now this person that, that caused the whole disagreement and argument is at a one and now you're the one at a 10. Mm-hmm. And you have to be mindful of people who do that. That's called manipulating people. That's called being passive aggressive. That's called 
um, I feel shitty. I'm miserable. So I see that you're happy and, and nothing's wrong with you. So I'm going to flip this shit and I'm going to make you feel bad that I'm miserable. And I'm going to walk out of here and have a great day. And I'm going to let you sit with shit that don't make sense. That's <laughs> dumb. Mm-hmm. Please believe it. And my Please. thing is like, how, how many times can you sit in a relationship and repeatedly have that same uh, flow of a discussion, that same flow of a disagreement and have the same outcome and both of you realize, hmm, maybe me spending three days not talking to you and addressing the issue didn't help. Hmm, maybe me spending a week of ignoring you or putting you on block didn't bring a solution because I still ended up in this relationship still. And it's like... When are you going to catch on that you can't do that? Well, my question is, these time periods you're getting, um, I don't know who the fuck is waiting that long to get any kind of attention from anybody. You got a lot of people. You might maybe have an hour of ignoring me before I get rid of you. Another hour? We could be in a relationship, full relationship, I don't know how many years ago. We're not doing this silent treatment shit. We yeah. Live in- we been we know each other. We've been together. Talk to me. I can yeah. now. The difference between needing time to calm down mm-hmm. and being like, let me get my thoughts together and all that, instead of the passive aggressive. I just ain't gonna say nothing to you. You think I don't know who these unhealthy people are? That <laughs> That's a, a key whole, word right there. Unhealthy. Oh, whole week without your spouse talking to you. Let me tell you yeah. something. Without talking to me and see if you ever hear from me again. I'd be about, I'd be in a whole new relationship by the time you uh, talk. I'd be like, yo, you gotta talk to my wife about that. I'd be like, yo, you think I was waiting around for you to decide to be an adult? Nah, I moved on. I'm just yeah. waiting around so fucking weak for you to express yourself. You fucking kidding me? Wait. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So um it's so funny because my mom is like this. My mm-hmm. mom, my mom hates confrontation. And my mom thinks you having a disagreement or having a different perspective is a confrontation when it's really not. It's really called having a healthy discussion and learning to compromise with somebody that sees something differently. But yeah. she looks she looks at it like, oh, I don't like arguing. I don't like this. I don't like um uh, this hostile hostility. I'm just like, man, that's not hostility. I remember when my mom was living with me, and um, I believe in discipline. I believe children d- d- need discipline to be well rounded. My mm-hmm. mom had five of us, and she never disciplined any of us. And so it was like war in the house. So uh-huh. with her living with me, it was a constant back and forth with correcting my three-year-old and her not correcting her or her not giving her boundaries and I was the only one giving her boundaries but Mm -hmm. the thing is I'm working 45 hours a week I'm working two jobs and so you're around her mostly so if I come in and my hours are shorter with my child because she's in my house with her grandma you gotta parent her the way I would like her to be parented not the way you parent exactly so it was a constant um, uh, like tug of war between okay this three year old wants to eat okay 
this is what I'm cooking for this three-year-old, not what do you want, right? And if she didn't finish the food that she asked for this morning and then she was hungry again, my mother will go ahead and cook something from scratch that's new and, and let her have some and not eat it all the way and then put it in the fridge. So uh, it got to a point, it got to a point where my three-year-old was having like four course meals just sitting in the fridge yeah. and not eating them. But uh, you're spending my money on this food that's going to waste because all you have to do is say, hey, I made this earlier. You didn't finish it. If you're hungry, this is what you're eating. But she that- wouldn't do that. And so it was shit like that that would like irritate me. And a lot of times um, as I get older, I learned that I love people best from afar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes the people that you love the most you can't live with because y'all are just different people. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it boiled down to. But when I confronted her about the error in her ways, my mom does not take constructive criticism good at all. And some people are in relationships where they don't take constructive criticism good. They think, like, if I correct you on one thing, I'm telling you that you're a horrible person and you've been doing it wrong all your life. And that's yeah. not what somebody's telling you. And this is another thing. Nobody is going to sit you down and have a discussion with you about being better if they truly don't give a fuck. Exactly. So for, right, right. So for me, I'm not going to spend two seconds on explaining something to you if I don't feel like one, you're going to benefit from it. Two, um, I want you to to excel and be better. And three, whether or not I'm here or not, this is going to help you, right? And those yeah. are the only reasons why I will go down. I would sit and break down something to somebody. So when I told I told her about how she can improve, this woman shut down on me. Wow. She she shut down on me in my home. Jeez. She wasn't talk. She wasn't talking to me. She uh, would pass me in the house and not speak. She would seclude herself in her room. She would wait till I was like in between going to work to come out and eat. Um, but when it came to she needed to go to the doctor, she would tell me last minute when I'm going out the door. Uh-huh. When it when it came to can you pick up my medicine from the pharmacy, she would tell me last minute when I'm going out the door. Yep. And that's the thing. You can't selectively need people and then shut down on them because you don't want to adult and you don't want to have a discussion that needs to be discussed. Right. Listen, and, and shit like that irritates me to the point where growing up like that was one thing because I was a child, but to be a woman and to be a mother, I'm not dealing with that shit. Yeah, no. Nah. I remember her not talking to me for a week and then she had the audacity to write me a letter about her thoughts in my house and give it to me. Wow. Dungeon, yo. do you think do you think I read that letter? Nah, I couldn't. I'd have been like, yo, you're my mother, yo. Like, why are we not you but <laughs> well, just you have no excuse to not talk to me. And you know what's crazy? I realize that we're getting to this age where we're going in reverse, where we have to start talking to our parents the way yes. growing up. You know? Um 
that's how it's working. It's working. It's working that way with my personal, my personal parents. Like mm-hmm. you have to guide them on decisions they're making now, so they don't get tricked by schemers and scammers. Boy, they open yeah. all the emails. Yeah, you have to tell them stuff that you would think was common sense that they don't get. <laughs> you know, you're like, yo, you, are you really not understanding it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but it's getting older, so we're just doing in that life cycle where now it's starting to be our time to guide them, you know, on their later years because they start acting funny, you know, they, they start losing a little memory, you know, things like that. And you have to make sure that nobody takes advantage of them or is harming them when you are and are not around. You know? Right. What's up, Shakina? I see you. One of my um my friends um from the uh back caves is up in here because oh. uh she saw the discussion and I think a lot of people have relationships with people that do the silent treatment. I'm eating crackers with peanut butter because I can't eat my dinner. Mm-hmm. But um the silent treatment is dumb and it makes you furious. And the more days that go by when people are not being direct with me and something could be solved and done away with, it pisses me off. And this is why I'm very comfortable being by myself and being single because I don't want to teach another man how to adult if he's not there already. And sometimes once you, the older you get, I feel like everybody's filter for people should get better. Yeah. Which means you should expect to have less good people around you. Mm-hmm. If you if, if listen, if you find yourself getting older and you have a lot of great people around you and nobody has any issues and nobody can improve, something is wrong with your filter system. <laughs> right. Or you're not being honest with yourself. Right, because everybody can improve. And so for me, it's kind of like I don't want to be my companion's revelation to themselves. And what I mean by that is I already spent years by myself doing my work. I know my cons. If somebody asks me what my cons are right now, I will be able to tell you with a straight face and not feel any type of way about my cons because I'm okay with the fact that I have cons because I'm human and yeah. I'm not I'm not defensive about it, right? It's easy to sit and tell people your pros and what you're good at and what you like to do and 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 them, you know, bask in your looks and shit. But to tell somebody your cons and then have that person be like, okay, I could work with that. I could deal with that and proceed yeah. to pursue you is another thing. And so yeah. for me, it's like, I want a man who is on my level of living or better. Yeah. Because the conversation is going to be different. The time between the disagreements is going to be shorter because just like me, that man got shit to do. Uh-huh. Or he should have. Or he should have shit to do. Yes. The uh, homosexuals that we always talk about. Just laying Listen, we talked about the homosexuals. <laughs> so, you know. Like, there's nothing attractive to me about a man that has a lot of leisure time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not attractive. Like, I if, if I'm busy working and I have errands to run and I have uh, business shit to do and I gotta sit down and I gotta think uh, tank by myself, 
creatively, I yeah. also need you to also be doing something in your life in that fundamental way for our conversation and discussions to match and be understood a certain way. So there's no way I'm going to engage in dating with somebody or be in a relationship, let alone a marriage, and this person is okay with not talking to me for three days. Mm-hmm. Or this person is okay with walking into the walking in the house because we had a disagreement. Instead of you come home 9 30, 10 o'clock, now you walking in the house at 3 a.m. and you ain't I'm not saying you have to tell me where you are, but you're purposely doing that to get under my skin to make me feel like you are doing something you have no business doing. And you're because you're because you're not talking to me and because we had a disagreement, you're now egging on the fact that you have the space to do shit that I'm not gonna talk to you about. Yeah, nah. Cause the the talking will come back if you start acting irregular. Listen. So you think that it's a Tuesday night and all of a sudden because you come home at three thirty and I ain't gonna ask what the fuck you doing? Fuck all right. that stuff. Explain yourself. Right. You know? <laughs> like why it's a work night. Why are you up to three thirty and what were you doing? Who are you with? You know what I mean? You don't do this on a normal basis, so what's what's different tonight? You could have just came home and continued to be silent. And that's another thing people have to watch for is people that take advantage of your emotional system. Uh-huh. Okay? And I'm going to explain myself. So let's say let's say um, it's our All-Star Weekend uh, this weekend and today is Thursday night, right? Uh-huh. There are people who are not fully invested in relationships and will start an argument with you tonight that's going to seep into tomorrow, that's going to lead to a silent treatment so they can be out longer hours for the weekend. (laughs) Because because they know that you're going to be so upset and you're going to think like, oh, this person, when we have arguments, you know, we we give each other space and we don't talk. So they're going to take advantage of that time that they know you're not going to talk or you're not going to call or you're not going to text or you're not going to be out. And that's how they do their fucking dirt, dog. Yep. That is ridiculous. But people do it. That is totally ridiculous. Set up the argument. Yeah! So they, and and be in, be in the, the whorehouses all night. In the trap house, doing a bunch of bullshit. It's ridiculous. And that's why I tell women, girls, don't be getting happy because that man called you to check in. That man is calling you to check in to make sure you're not going to be where he's about to be at with some other bitch. Yep. <laughs> now, you that know, is... you would go in the club, club, uh, such and such tonight, right? Uh, okay, good. I just want to make sure you stay in the house too. <laughs> I'm over you here by. Some some men will go as far as be like, oh, you don't feel good still. Okay, I'm gonna come drop some stuff off for you. Yeah, I, I you know, I gotta wake up early tomorrow. I ain't doing that. I'm just gonna be at the house. Oh, okay. First of all, don't ever let yes your mate. You know, I'm not saying your mate's supposed to be dumber than you, but don't let them outsmart you. Yeah. You bullshit. Call them out on it. Be like, yo, no, no, this ain't normal. What what the fuck is going on with you? Right. They, don't, they might be smart, but as soon as they start acting funny, call them out on it. 
You know, don't let them think they got you. That I'm one up on you all this time. I'm sneak out and do something weird. Listen, nah, no weird shit. People, just, but just like strangers, I don't want nobody to know my routine. Mm-hmm. I don't want my person to get comfortable. Not because I don't want them to be comfortable with me, but don't think that you know what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow at five thirty. Because I'm gonna flip this shit up, and I'm not. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna give you open ended statements of what we about to do. <laughs> so, so, um, for instance, if I was living with my husband because I don't believe in shacking up. I don't believe in uh, co-mingling and um, playing house. If I was with my husband and he was like, um, out the blue, I'm about to um, go uh, here to go pick up this thing that I want. I was like, let me go get my shoes. Uh. (laughs) I'm not asking you. And depending on your attitude towards me getting my shoes, and your antsiness, even if you give me a comeback like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna stop here or such and such. I don't understand why you need to come. Okay, I don't need to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two cars <laughs> behind you. I'm coming though. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, we're not, we're not doing that. And even if you're not doing anything, that's fine. But I'm not gonna hawk you like you did something. And you're guilty, but don't ever get comfortable in thinking I won't hop in. Yeah, there, there, you should never be uncomfortable with your spouse or mate coming if you ain't doing no dirt. Right. They should always be allowed. They should be allowed to go anywhere you go. Tell them unless you tell them. But like, yo, it's, it's fellas' night. You gonna be? We be on a couple there. I ain't about to do that to them. You know what I mean? Or. You shouldn't really have to explain that. Like, if you're like, I'm going out with the fellas and your woman trusts you, you should be fine. This is this is my thing with that too, Dungeon. I'm going to give you all the space to be great, to do your man shit, to be around your boys, to even go to the bar by yourself. Because this is my thing. I don't believe in babysitting grown-ass people. I don't believe in babysitting men. I don't believe in babysitting anybody giving me dick pipe. Okay? <laughs> the moment, the moment I feel like I gotta watch you and I gotta double back and I gotta check shit and I gotta cross T's and dot I's, we are single people scratching each other's itch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's too much work. And there's Wait. a lot of there's a lot more women out here doing a lot of work to make sure their person remains their person only. And I'm just like, girl, for what? Exactly. Especially if you've been at girlfriend status for the last, the last five years, 10 years, 15 years. What are you doing? Like you just, you don't want to have to feel like you got to watch a person. You got to babysit a person. You got to, um, integrate a person to be in the relationship that they're in. The person that's for me is going to be comfortable with being around me and being away from me and still being able to conduct themselves like I am in the room. Yep. 
Better believe it. Because first of all, you know if you if you now you truly care about your relationship, you know if you act out of order. Yeah. You, hear about it, you come home. Right. So there's no need to, you know, act funny or, or be sneaking out to do your dirt because your significant other should know. Unless they are doing, you know, their dirt themselves. But yes, be behave like, you know, we're your significant others in the room at all times. Uh, even when you're out with your, your friends or your single friends or whatever. We know that that's just uh, how respect in a relationship works and how a, a healthy, trustful relationship works so you don't have to keep calling them or asking them where they're at or asking them, yeah. you know, and do it because you respect and trust them enough to know that they ain't going to act a fool just because you're not around, you know? Like, nobody wants to babysit anybody, right? And when it comes to like this silent treatment shit, to me, if you if you're interested in longevity, if you're interested in being a person's peace, you will never be okay with silent treatment. No, not at all. And it's it, and I'm not saying because how dare you have the audacity to not talk to me? I'm not saying about that. I'm saying like, what's the point? what's the point are we trying to see who can hold their breath the longest are we trying to see who can be the pettiest are we getting an award for this is my credit score about to go up so we can get closer to buying our our dream home because i don't i don't talk to you no i'm 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 giving you the silent treatment but yet the the first is coming up so let me see if you got your half of the mortgage Now we got to talk financials. Yes, that's dumb. But I'm pissed. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's dumb. And don't let you have kids. You look like an idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> how, are, how are you raising your children to say, you know, you should um, have a family and you there should be a, a father and there should be a mother and the home should be well taken care of, and you should um, support each other, and you should do all these great fluffy-ass things, right? But Mm -hmm. y'all in there ignoring each other. Y'all in there uh, knowing this person is unhappy with you, and you know you're unhappy with this person, but it's better than just not having a person and having to explain and deal with the fact that you don't have a person. <laughs> Sad. So you basically your home is actually a casket. Mm-hmm. You holding dead bodies. You holding dead weight. Uh, that's there's a famous couple around your area that live like that. Or listen, you, you know your boy Safari and Erica Mena. That's that's their life. You know, so. But that's a whole nother shit show because that girl needs all the therapy. <laughs> okay and then on top of that you 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 get someone who's into themselves in a narcissistic way to be your child's father and your husband and he's Jamaican oh you stirring a pot of shit you stirring a pot of shit she, she had to beg him to be happy to be the father of the second child like no. she's like Pregnant again, and this is like, oh god, like the stuff this man was saying, such as someone should have told me that when I have children, 
I was going to have to not only be about myself. I was like, what is your IQ level, my man? And I'm starting to understand why Nicki Minaj might have got rid of your dumb ass. Because you don't have a bit of common sense. Or at least you pretended not to because I wouldn't even have the balls to say these things to my wife. <laughs> Marriage is the worst thing I've ever done. And then posted online. This oh, show. yeah. Like, I wouldn't care about what the people online thought. I'd be more fearful about what my wife is going to do to me when she got in the house for posting some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Like, this, this thing is outlandish. The, the, the way he thinks and the shit he says. Outlandish. But, you know, that's what you that's what happens when you don't filter your person thoroughly before you do, like, life-changing shit with them, whether that's getting met or married, whether that's having kids. Um, those two should have never gotten together. That should have just been like, oh, that fuck was cool. All right. She filtered you know. that that was it. it was, she was like, oh, yeah. I, I had good sex, so that must mean you're the one for me. Like, listen, really? that, that listen, was- Safari is the perfect example of a big dick is not going to solve your problems. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody is just ranting and raving about how big his dick is. Okay, but that means a fool. Yeah. Well, he also strikes me as a nigga that took the yellow bus, the short one. I mean, I mean, look at him. You ask him a simple question. He goes, "Oh, I like." Now, is that worth the big dick? Unless it's just to play with, like you got a ten-inch dick, twelve-inch dick, whatever. But you dumb as a box of rocks. I mean, this is why I say that sometimes there are people on Earth that are just good for fucking and leaving. Some people on Earth are good for companionship. Some people on Earth are good for just working with, and some people are. Good for building a life with. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find who's who's going to fulfill your position for what's needed, and she didn't filter properly. Yeah, she just took it. She was like, "Look, good sex." This he's it. he's famous. He has a little bit of money. He's getting a little bit of residuals for writing. Um, he'll uh keep my lifestyle a little bit. He's good enough, and that's what that shit is. And that shit is ridiculous. Exactly. It was, it was. I mean, I know she's batshit crazy, but like she is. You, this nigga here, this nigga here. Come on. And you know what's so crazy? That's probably why they deserve each other. Uh, from what I'm hearing, they're not together anymore. But whatever, who cares? Nobody needs to see that tox toxicity. Yeah. <laughs> nobody want to watch that. But uh, <laughs> might I might I throw in some valuable gems that I've learned? Okay. Um from the relationship aspect of why the silent treatment is worthless and wasting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing uh, we learned uh, through therapy with my, my relationship is that uh, being emotionally honest is actually what makes a relationship work more fluently mm. um, for the male and female. Because you can do things that, as we've already spoken about, are unhealthy when it comes to communicating, like, uh, you know, maybe holding holding grudges against somebody mm-hmm. that they know about, or, you know, when your man comes around, or your woman comes around and asks you what's wrong, and you give them nothing. Knowing that, knowing that they know your energy's off, mm-hmm. not acting normal, 
and you say nothing and they're trying to get it out of you, but you doing the, you know, I'm in my feelings thing instead of coming out and saying what you need to say. Now, as I said before, we were we were brought on to the information about how there is a difference between taking your time to get your thoughts together. Mm-hmm. Not the silent treatment because that only is for a limited amount of time. So you say, you know, let me get a half hour get my thoughts together because I don't want to go in on you like that. That's called communicating. Communicating. But just not talking and not being emotionally honest with each other and letting shit just linger, you know, that's that's never going to end up well. It doesn't do shit for the relationship. It only makes you two resent each other more. And one or two of you is having a bunch of negative thoughts about the other while this is going on. And you're not you're not solving anything. You know, and if you think that it's cool to be in your mid thirties acting like this, right? You, you got a whole nother thing. This this age we're at, or most people in this room possibly are at, this is not what you should be doing in a relationship. It's the shit you do in high school when you just fucking around with somebody. You know the shit you do in your early your early twenties. Also, um, yeah, go ahead. My favorite unfavorite thing that a lot of women do is go into the uh, kitchen and start banging pots and slamming cabinets really loud or um, going in the fridge and just being inconsiderate in order to get reactions because you know you're not talking to this person. Well, you know what that also shows? Man, man, if your woman does that type of shit, you ain't got, you ain't got her in no kind of order. <laughs> because that's you can go in the room and close the door and be quiet by yourself. Yeah. But I'm damned if you're going to be damaging shit and acting like a child, slamming my shit around that I paid hard-earned money for. We're not doing that. That's, I can't even call this person that that's okay. You know what I mean? You want you want your time? Go in the room, close the door, do that. Do not go and start destroying shit. Listen. That's the outcome. You, 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 just, you, look, you just did a, a, a night shift and she gets up at 6 a.m. to go to work, and now she opening drawers and turning on lights and leaving them on in the room on purpose, and I'll then leaving now and be like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, you better remember. I'll wake right <laughs> <laughs> that bright-ass light on. You know, I just got in. Listen, that's that passive-aggressive shit that I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, I ain't playing them type of games. We too old for that. <sighs> Which, what else you got on there? Uh. So where what did I end up at? So the biggest thing with the emotional honesty mm-hmm. is, and I think what, what we learned was that literally taking the time to gather your thoughts because with our, a lot of people's process, I think is just while out on each other, you start you going a little too hard. Yeah. Uh, let's say let's say you don't do silent treatment. Let's say y'all get into it. But then you get into it, y'all both on on a thousand. Yes, I I'm the type of person where I can't talk at the initial because I'm about to say something that doesn't even. Well, how how do we get here? Is about to come out my mouth, and I don't. Mm -mm. And see, and with the way I the way I'm set up, my pettiness will just engage you. Yes, way worse. You know, (laughs) because I'm like, don't speak out of out of craziness. I'm just gonna be the calm one because I'll be like, nah, you won't get crazy, I get crazier. You know, yeah. so learning that that's fucking unhealthy 
It's like, mm-hmm. okay, what exercise do we need to practice to not have this happen anymore so we can communicate on a normal level? Yeah. And when you both see that it's starting to get to that point, it's time for one of y'all can easily be like, oh, I just need a timeout. Mm-hmm. I get a quick 20, 30 minutes just to get my head right. I, we're not going in the right direction with this argument. Mm-hmm. I like it. And you, as the other person, as an adult, have to respect that person's space. You know, let them do that. I wasn't, I didn't understand it at first because I wasn't one for doing a space thing. I'm like, yo, I want to talk about this shit now. But you also have to understand if the you both aren't in the right state of mind, you're not accomplishing the goddamn thing. So sometimes it is much better. Take that 20 minutes, that half hour, go mm-hmm. to your separate corners, cool off, then come out and be like, all right, this is what we need to talk about. This is how I'm feeling about this. How are you feeling? And don't do the interrupting shit. Don't cut each other off. Let the other person speak. Let them get all of that. Just throw it all out. Let them mm-hmm. get it all out. And then when it's your turn, it's your turn. Now, you don't get cut off either. But let each other speak. All this other shit, man, that people be doing, you know, just trying to yell over each other, it doesn't work. It's ineffective. You know, and they're not being emotionally honest and not saying what you mean. You know, and this goes for both parties, male and females, is ineffective in a relationship. Just this is the person you're supposed to love, be in love with, whatever, ride or die, loyal, whatever y'all niggas call it nowadays. You <laughs> do whatever. But if there's that person, then why the fuck can't you just openly and honestly speak to them about how you're feeling and what you do or don't like about what they're doing? Yeah, because I think people. People sometimes are waiting for someone else to come fix them. Oh, man. And if you are waiting for someone else to come fix you, (laughs) or if I could just meet that one uh, famous ball player or someone who's like has a lot of money, all my problems will be answered. Everything will be this, or I can really like set my life up fine. And then once I get to a point where I don't feel like I need that person anymore, then if they leave me, I won't really care. The reality is you'll never feel comfortable leaving someone who's already on top of their shit. Yeah. Because it's a comfort zone. So the longer you stay, the more it's going to tell you you're a fucking fool if you leave this because you're going to have to go back to this. Which which leads me to the question of why y'all be staying with these homosexuals so long? The, but sometimes they don't even be homosexuals, Dungeon. Sometimes they be really um, doing it right people. And on paper, they look good, but personality and character-wise, y'all just don't match. And they do have undertones of pettiness about them, but they do it They do it in a way where if you got up and left me because I'm doing this petty shit that nobody can see and you can't prove, you would mm-hmm. look like the fool because on the outside, it looks like I'm giving you the best life that there is. Yeah. But the reality of the relationship is this person is petty as fuck and they're doing passive aggressive shit while I'm in the relationship but nobody sees it and nobody is in my shoes to feel lonely while I'm in this relationship that looks good. Yeah. I'm telling and I tell people all the time like 
you you have to be honest with with <laughs> with what you're dealing with as far as this person and their personality. Like a lot of people talk themselves out of that shit. They're like, mm-hmm. nah, you know this this isn't what it what it looks like. Like sometimes it is. Yeah, I've had people. And usually somebody will come, they'll bring it in the form of a question like, if um, y'all such and such did this, how would you react to it? And you're like, it don't sound like you're happy in your relationship. Yeah, that'd be like the major key. Because it's not always the obvious abusive shit, mental or physical. Sometimes it's going to be like what you said. Is somebody fucking with me? Am I crazy? Mm -hmm. You know? like, And then you kind of got to get a third opinion, which is why I tell people, and I'm not I'm telling you, this this shit works, man. Look up your Zodiac matches, man. Like, I think a lot of people people don't put them. Half of y'all are fucking conspiracy theorists anyway. I don't understand why y'all won't do this. This don't make no sense to me. I'm like, if you actually look up your Zodiac matches, it will tell you who what, what signs are a good match for you. That's it. Y'all sitting here believing about these fucking sex parties and, and, and politicians and pedophile shit, but you can't believe that somebody who has a birthday in a specific month might match up better with you than somebody else whose birthday is in another month? I, I find that to be just r- ridiculous. Like, I hear the shit y'all be talking about. Most of it don't make no sense. But you're not willing to figure out what birth months are your best match so you could possibly try and have a healthy relationship with somebody mm. dating which a lot of you niggas do, date people from the exact same month, the same sign, the same look, and then be like, well, why? Why is this not working? I always date Scorpios. I love Scorpios. The sex is amazing. Well, why, when we get in our relationship, does it always just fucking fail? I don't know, because maybe you're not a fucking match with a Scorpio. I learned that shit about Aquarius. I was like, yo, I will never date another Aquarian a day in my mm-hmm. life. Worst mm-hmm. I was ever in. And you know what it said when I looked it up? You two mm-hmm. ain't got no business ever trying to be in love with each other. It was like you would be business partners at best. Mm-hmm. But don't ever try to be in love with each other. I was like, boy, if I had read this before I dated her, you know, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, this shit is like, it's not going to be 100% accurate, but shit, it's better than what most of y'all are doing. I can tell you that. Just being mm-hmm. honest. You keep doing the same bullshit, going out here dating people for fucking looks and what their job status. No, fuck that. Y'all don't care about jobs. Uh, for looks, swag, and and fucking uh, internet clout. That's what y'all are dating off for now. <laughs> y'all don't give a damn if somebody got make income because they got internet friends and likes and followers. Listen, you know what I mean. So my my bad. Let me let me push the job and responsibility shit to the back burner. Oh, he he popping on on YouTube and on Listen, I, I know the relationship is not working, but what about our YouTube channel? Yeah, please. I can so glad not to be out in this market of stupidity and and what goes on with what people are always like knowingly looking for the wrong thing, knowingly looking in the wrong place. You know, and love and as much of a fan I am as loving hip hop. Loving hip hop is not helping the black dating scene. I can tell you that right now. Like it never has. It it, it's it never exploitation. Has. But now it's it's like going harder to destroy healthy black dating. Like 
that, now, you know, I'm sure you've seen the one in Atlanta with these new, they got some new girls on there. I don't know who the fuck these girls are. Mm-hmm. But there's some light-skinned girl who's on there talking about being in a healthy relationship because her baby father, who lives 20 minutes away, doesn't care to see her children. So the the new nigga she's dating is showing her children how a real man is supposed to act, correct? How to, how to love children, how to show them how to raise them, and all that. This nigga's in jail. Who's in jail? The the new nigga that's supposed to be the good father. How is he being a good father while he's in jail? Well, you ask Love and Hip Hop. Ask Mona Scott that. Oh, Honestly, man. she needs to stop promoting that shit. I'm down for all the, the foolery and the, you know the fake stories and all that. I'm not down for you you sit there and talk about, oh, we love black love and all that, but you do things that make this younger generation look at what what real love is supposed to be incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I there way too many women, not younger and older, as a matter of fact, who mm-hmm. think staying with a nigga that's in jail is the right way to go. And we'll <laughs> do a 10 to 15 year bid, miss all kinds of good come ups. The Lord is sending to you through men who are free and can actually treat you right because you think stand by some nigga that did some half-ass drug deal <laughs> is to prove your loyalty and that that that's a good man. With that mindset, it is going to be very hard for there to ever be a, a whole bunch of successful black relationships because that should not be a mindset that we have. But that is, it is way too often that you see women, especially minority women, mm-hmm. talking about, oh, loyalty is the key. Stay with your man when he get locked up. Don't ever talk about how he got locked up over fuck shit and I got real life shit to do and I'm going to find me a man who ain't about that. No, it's, if you look at it, what kind of development is that for black people? Let's it's black not. People. They've, been te- they've been tearing <laughs> down uh, quote unquote black families since the the fifties. Yeah, when you're when you're a black leader goes to jail, don't go out and try to find one that's free and doing better than him. Stick by him. Stay poor. Let it let that bad jail mentality marinate on your children. Show your children what a real man is. Bring them to the prison system every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Tell them how much you love your baby daddy and how no nigga out here is better than him. Dress the children like him. Put little fake toy guns in there. Yo, y'all making me mad. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> y'all, y'all pissing me off. I'm, I'm sorry. We getting off track. It's a it's a perpetuation <laughs> of what is it to be in the life and what is it to be have culture or be um, street or have clout uh, when really that doesn't get you anything. It don't get you anything, and it don't get you nowhere, and it keeps making you motherfuckers stay broke. Y'all out here talking about, I got the bag. I'm out here getting this bag. But you're doing a bunch of shit to remain broke. Just fucking ridiculous, yo. Oh, let me stay with this jail, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, this... <sighs> I mean, I frustrate myself talking about this shit, yo. But it's just yeah, frustrating I... to see it. Like, you watch it and then you you can talk. You know how many talks people have on here about relationships? Mm-hmm. And you hear some of the females on here saying that same fuckery. Oh. Uh, because their their mind is warped. Like, look how long Love and Hip Hop has been running. 
Look how many seasons they've had. And for me, I don't even watch it. But I just hate the fact that I know there are grown women who have businesses and have children and have other young women watching them fight on TV for a check. Yeah. And have phony friendships on TV as examples for a check. And y'all have lines and uh, situations that you're going to have tomorrow that you know about it tonight and you have to rehearse for. And it's just like, you're not helping your community that way. But when it comes to this silent treatment shit is glorified. That's why it happens is because it's glorified. I'm not talking to him. I'm going to put him on block. I'm going to ignore his text messages. I'm going to ignore his phone calls. And then sometimes with the wrong personality, that exit on to be someone pulling up and banging on your door or someone popping up on your job or someone uh, popping up at your mom's house or popping up at your sister's house or popping up at your best friend's house. So now you pulling other people into a situation between two grown adults that could have been handled and squashed, but because you don't want to squash it and you want to drag it out, anything can happen to these other people that are around you by proximity because you don't want to be mature. Uh My fallback game is elite. You don't have a fallback game while in a marriage? Yeah. You... You think you proud of the fact that you, you're promoting how terrible your communication with your spouse is online? You proud about that? Right. The same people that are proud about that are the same people who are crashing in the Popeyes for them chicken sandwiches. I can tell you that shit right now. Right. And trust me, I'm accurate about that. People who suck communication have chicken sandwiches all around their house. <laughs> <laughs> Please believe me. You go down. But chicken sandwiches, why? But like, this is why y'all suck at communicating. Because that's your main priority is getting fucking chicken sandwiches. You can't People work with your- bad communication. They're not going to excel in any relationship that they have. And that could be with their children. That can be with their parents. That can be with the people in the future. Like, it's not oh, I just need somebody new so I can fix this problem. The same problem that's happening right now in this relationship is going to come with you like skin to your next relationship until you start to address things directly. And people get uh, flustered when it comes to being direct because they think directness comes with you being an asshole. They think directness comes with you being rude or... um, uh, childish and it doesn't there's a way to talk to somebody there's a way to watch your tone there's a way to um, wait for the right space for you to have a conversation that's another thing that people suck at Yeah, I understand that you want to talk about what's on your mind and what's the problem right now but is this a place to have the conversation no yeah, a lot people- People like to do that, that when they're out in the public. Yeah, and, and and let me say this, and I'm not saying it makes it better for this person over this person, but 
for brown skinned people, it is sometimes life or death to have an argument or a discussion that may get too loud or may draw too much attention in public. Because when the quote unquote people are called, when management is called, or when somebody else feels like, hmm, this is violent or this is negative or this is hostile or I feel unsafe and the police are called, they're coming with a hand on their weapon. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. And so I bring this up because um, my, oldest, my oldest nephew um, was talking to this woman. They broke up finally, thank God. My oldest nephew was talking to this woman that was very passive aggressive and she had her own issues. And I think she was used to being with a man that will talk down to her and basically demand that she does things, right? My nephew is not like that. So she would egg him on to be aggressive with her. And she basically dragged... A, good, a discussion that was not an argument out of the privacy of a home into the middle of a street in a predominantly white area. Mm-hmm. As a black man in the United States, that can be life or death. And you can't do that. It's unnecessary, especially if one person is looking for a solution and this other person is just egging it on to make you seem like it's a bigger problem than what it is. When you find yourself around women like that or men like that or uh, friends that do that passive-aggressive shit, go the opposite direction, leave that situation alone. Like last week, there were so many women who was basically chasing down men in the street with their cars, making them crash their cars. Um, Men that clearly were in the middle of a breakup. She's in the middle of bringing him his things. She tells him that his stuff is in the trunk. She pops the trunk open. He goes to take it. She puts the car in reverse. Wait, this is this is what was happening in in, in your area last week? It was no, it was on the video. It was on Instagram. Oh, okay. And it's just so many women that either you stay with people or you um allow yourself to exchange energy whether it's sexually or mentally or emotionally with a man and that man gets you to a level where you are willing to crash your car, you are willing to drive it into a wall, you are willing to run him over, you are willing to crash into other cars in the parking lot and cause a big scene because you're upset because your emotions are out of whack because you are now at a point where you see that you wasted your time and you allowed this male because sometimes it's not a man, it's just a male, to get the best of you and now you're allowing this person to bring you to a level where you're going to get locked up you're going to lose your license and you're going to be in court for the rest of the year. Yeah. And I I think one of the biggest things I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with people now is how come y'all don't have no kind of uh, standard line for who's uh, who you give your attention to? 
So I mean that. I mean, like, there's women going around getting depressed and all that stuff because Kevin Samuels is saying shit. <laughs> don't get me uh, set on this shit. You don't know Kevin Samuels in real life. That nigga don't right. know you. That nigga's not your baby daddy. He right. has no whether you get a job. Um, he has no control over anything in your life. But yet, there are, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of women who are uh, signing a petition to get him off the internet because he's ruining that many of your lives. Now, listen, sometimes shit he be saying is dead on, and sometimes the shit he be saying is bullshit. But it shouldn't be enough that he's affecting your life to the point where you're like, I, I can't focus. I, I can't do nothing because this nigga won't shut up. You don't know this man. This man is on the internet. He interviews um, random women. Somehow it always seems to be type of, uh, typically the worst type of woman who he can go on and, and, and put down and talk crazy to because she's giving crazy answers. You know, but like, if if you're not it or that type of person, why is it affecting you? Why do you care? Because of what we said earlier, Dungeon. They're looking at the wrong type of relationships on yeah. television. They're but listening to the music that brags about not being fully invested in um, having multiple people and not uh, fully being okay with giving somebody their 100% emotions or mental or, you know, okay, break it with me today. I got another one coming around the corner or I got a roster. Like, it's a brag thing to be like, I got a roster of men that want to take me out. I got a roster of people that I could call. I got people in my DMs all the time. I'm going to just pick someone so I can go out and give my time to or my private parts. There is no standard anymore because people are not valuing themselves enough to be like, it is not responsible enough for me to be with somebody right now when I don't know what the fuck I need. Yeah. that And that's understandable. I, I My thing is just, I don't know. I The way, the way these people be out here looking at shit nowadays, you know, is <laughs> How y'all love the negative so much. Like, this shit's cool until y'all hit 50, I promise you. 50's coming around for some of y'all. Y'all got about a good 10 to 15 years left. And when y'all hit 50, you know, there's, there's cruise control for the people you I, you idol, idolize. You know, Will Smith, Diddy, Martin Lawrence, all them niggas, they hit 50, Eddie Murphy. They hit 50 in cruise because they're rich and wealthy. Mm-hmm. They will forever have good quality women that also look good after them, and they can pick and choose who they want to spend the rest of their life with. But you, you, the regular ass person with the regular ass job and the regular ass looks in the non filmmaking uh, bank account, not a millionaire, just a regular ass thousand there like everybody else, you can't afford to act like that. Mm-hmm. 50 will be. I miss. And when 50 comes, that's when you will realize this is you can't be in the club at 50 shaking your ass. That is embarrassing. <laughs> I was in the club, the last time I was in the club, I was 30, 35, I think. 
And that was embarrassing for me. And I was in there with my girl. Mm-hmm. It was still embarrassing. Me being in there, not even looking for anybody. Because your old ass don't need to be in there no more. You should be doing grown shit, people things. Be on an island somewhere. Go to a live music club or a concert, jazz concert, something like that. Have a house that you and your friends can probably hang out in and do cocaine. But you in the fucking, you in the fucking club with a bunch them niggas is twenty. You right. ain't trying to dance and compete with girls that are fifteen years younger than you. You trying to take their fifteen year younger boy? You talking about you looking for a real man? This nigga's still living home with his parents, especially these new bitch ass children who are so entitled that they don't ever want to move out of their parents' house. That's where you want to be at fifty. That's what you want 50 to look like. You in the club mm-hmm. every weekend getting grinded on by some nigga that's 22. It's crazy. 22. A nigga's, and if you take him home to sleep with you, great. He ain't gonna give a fuck about eating no pussy. He gonna fuck real fast like a rabbit and you ain't gonna have to cook him no food in the morning because he'll be out because he's cheating on his 19-year-old girlfriend. And he got a bicycle that he rode to your house. Your life is gonna be pathetic. You keep living yes, 50 years old in the club. That's what 50 years old in the club look like. Forget the bicycle. She gonna go pick him up. You gonna pick him up. <laughs> because you She might as well put that. him in the back and put, put him in his car seat. Like, <laughs> you, you, you have to get to a point in life where you need someone on your level. And then yeah. it strikes me as like, red flag, red flag. Why would a man in his mid 40s or his 50s hey guys thank you for listening to the real relationship report if you would like to support the podcast please leave a review on your favorite podcast app it could be apple spotify google Castbox, wherever rate and leave a review under the podcast so we can know what you think about the show we drop twice a month on the podcast you can review old episodes and i let you guys know what's happening upcoming on the twitter spaces so just hashtag triple r and you'll find our page other than that i'm gonna get y'all back to the show because it's getting good be more interested in a woman that is 21 or 22 and not the women around his age range. You can't say all women around your age range when you're in your 40s or your 50s and you are also in your 40s or your 50s are just not doing it for you because I see some healthy, beautiful, smart women who are in their 40s that are giving 20-year-olds a run for their money. Yeah, because the 20-year-olds out here looking old because they're doing all the drugs and shit. Yes. You know? But you know what? Forget forget all that. Let's put it like this. After a certain age, that shit just ain't cool no more. Like, I don't know who you people are to think that this lifestyle is going to be I right at 50 or 55. Like, are any of you really out there still thinking like, yeah, I'm going to be in the club with my skinny jeans sagging. And that ain't going to be the style by the time you're age, you get to 55. But then, who knows what you'll have to wear in the club. Right. But you do that because you're almost uh, eligible for AARP. <laughs> and you still 
you still in the club, my nigga? Oh, my, my lady, like, you still out here dating drug dealers? You still, like, what is the long-term plan? Because your body gonna stop looking the way it looks, stop working the way it works, and you're not gonna be able to do that anymore. The doctor gonna be like, yo, wearing these heels and gave you bad knees. You can't twerk in the club no more, Sharonda. You, I'm sorry, 55, this is, you gotta retire. Oh, no, I don't have the club anymore. Where will I find my men? Now it's too late. Because all your fucking men in your age range are fucking married. And the niggas who ain't, trust me, they don't plan on getting married. <laughs> it's a bunch of Rick James ass niggas <laughs> running around you playing games. I'm telling awesome. you, y'all think it's cool. 50's coming. My thing is like, if you are a mob movie watcher like me, or you like, um, crime shows when have you ever seen the drug dealer from the streets have longevity in the relationship with that one woman that's healthy never so why would you perpetuate like that's the man i want that's you know how they have that meme yes mm-hmm. that's that's my man i'm gonna stick by him yeah the nigga yes there's, the- <laughs> there's 30 other women that's also sticking by him because he's cutting checks yeah I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And why are you so proud to be with some loser ass nigga? You can't see that this motherfucker's a loser. What you so proud for? Yes, oh, my man. What did your man do? My man, he he danced on the subway trains and, and beatbox. That's another how, thing how I tweeted yesterday. He all these all these men out here cannot be dancers. Everybody can't be a dancer. Everybody can't be can't TikTok be famous. Everybody can't be a, can't be a rapper. Everybody can't um, be uh, a photographer. Everybody can't be the latest artist. Everybody can't be the um, go-to person for entertainment in the city. Like, find your own lane and be comfortable in doing that thing that you're actually good at. Look, look at the perfect example. Uh, Shan, we just now giving Jada Kiss his flowers because of how what he had to do the other night. And that man been around for two decades. Do, do not put me in this shit. because I've been, I've been giving Jada Kids the locks, their I flowers. I, I, I already know how great he is. You know, that's why he made the top five dead a lot to make some of y'all recognize. Listen. And y'all ain't recognized so he got on live TV and had to destroy one of your other favorite groups in real time for you to be like, wait, this nigga really is nice. I'm Listen. like, are y'all, y'all just not figuring this out about Jada Kids? What's so crazy and sad is a lot of people don't even know what the locks is. They don't know what what is is LOX. And a lot of people, that whole style of just going off the cuff of what he did, that's the first time they ever seen it. Yeah, that's why it was so impressive. Like, he was like, yo, you know what? Let me me run something by y'all. It just did a little freestyle for y'all. And they're like, yo, what, what is that? That was amazing. <laughs> it, it's a shame how much people hate lyrical rappers nowadays. You know, especially those who have years in the game. But I was, I was very happy to see how that boosted his whole like portfolio overnight. Hmm. When people were like, oh, now even these younger cats are like, oh, I know Jadakus now. I'm like, yo, y'all are sad. <laughs> y'all are sad. But, but that's how life is. I don't appreciate shit. Till somebody either smack me over the head with it 
or until the person's dead and gone. Mm-hmm. So Kenny just had to smack y'all over the head the other night and be like, yo, y'all better pay attention to what I'm doing out here. You know what I mean? But the same with these relationships. You know, y'all keep beating your head with the same type of niggas, just ignoring these other talented guys over here that have a much a bet much better lane, you know, have a better life planned out for you. You know what's so crazy? Women don't learn their lesson on what type of man they should have chose until they get like in their early 30s and they start to think like the men that they did choose all of the bullshit that they got to deal with them and they still end up by themselves but at least I probably would have if I chose that person I probably would have ended up with the square but he would have been a very good, consistent father. He would have um, been happy with what he was doing. He would find solutions to the issues I'm having in my day-to-day instead of me texting my child's other parent and them saying, damn. <laughs> with no but, solutions. like. But the, and, yeah, go ahead. The, it's just like a lot of a lot of women today are like homegirl. I don't even know her name. The one that bragged about fucking men in the industry, and then she ended up having this basketball, this young basketball player's baby. Um, not not a not superhead, right? No, it's a new one. So this a young basketball player. I guess, I think he just got signed. Um, to a team and he has to pay out her child support for the new baby and as soon as she found out she was pregnant she broke up with him and What's she, listen he didn't know no better he didn't wear no rubber I'm talking about she fucked Drake she fucked uh, Kaepernick Kaepernick when, he's, when he uh, had her come out to fuck him he would make her pay for her own plane ticket oh and wait, I- that new boy, um, Mike Wilson. Yes. Yeah, I, he, he. This nigga's actually more popular than LeBron James' son. Listen. I heard his mama's out here being a little thotty <laughs> His thotty-yotty. his his mama and his new baby mama. But my yeah. thing is like, when you just out here and you don't have the right people around you to be like, sir, that ain't it. Yeah. Or I want to do that if I were you or this is the path you're supposed to take and you don't do the work for yourself you're going to end up in something that you don't need to be in and a lot of times when it comes to this silent treatment shit it can only go on for so long Um, you can only tell yourself that this relationship can work if I just do this if I just not uh, speak up and say this if I just hold it in or you know, in my mind, I have a uh, time frame on how long I need to be here so I can get X, Y, and Z done, and then I'm going to leave. Well, I think another problem that we have, especially within our community, is the labels we're putting on men that are actually real men. So the simp is uh, becoming what a lot of people in our culture want to rule out as the loser mm-hmm. or the lame. But that also ends up being a nigga that can afford to pay your bills, owns a house, has a career and all that. There has to be a time when we stop seeing 
someone who's responsible and doing well in life as a lane. Unless he's a rapper or an athlete. You know what's so crazy though? Pure ignorance. The only people that the only people that see that man as a lane are the people who don't have anybody and who see that someone is happy and okay with someone stepping up like that in their life. And now they want to nitpick it because something has to be wrong. They, they're not allowed to be happy within their relationship, how they have it. And that's why it's so important for you not to look at other people's relationship and be like, oh, that's some shit. Or I ain't doing that shit. Nobody asked you to do that. Yeah. I've never I've never seen men who go like, oh, yeah, I plan a date night for me and my wife. And they be like, oh, you being a simp, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're only saying that because you can't afford to do that. Yes, That's really why you're saying that. I can't afford to plan shit because I don't have a job. I can only do the two for 20 at Applebee's. And when I do that, I have to finance it. That's right. Go find how, is it, how is it a sense to, to wine and dine the person that chose you and that you choose it? Yeah. It, yeah. How is that a problem? I'm confused. Oh, you, you're treating me right? Ah, oh, you're lame. Yo, we have to overcome this somehow. This this has to stop being this should not be regular. And then where it's cool to have, you know, somebody else treat you like shit physically or mentally. And then your friends be like, oh, stay by him because that's loyalty. And and when he go to jail, stay by him too. Make sure you get pregnant by him and then talk about how terrible he is, but continue to post pictures of your son dressed just like him on Instagram. So we can all see how poorly you're raising your child. Yes. Instagram shows how poor some of y'all parenting styles are. You think that we think it's cute that your son is out on the block at 11 o'clock with his pants sagging, holding a fake toy gun while you and your friends are smoking weed behind him? You think hmm. that as a responsible human being, that shit's cool? I'm going to get off the soapbox, though. I'm just, I'm just letting you know, we, all, we watching y'all. You're being watched. It's just like a lot of things I just don't allow to perpetuate my mind of what I think a relationship is. And I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I've never blocked somebody else in a relationship or I've never purposely ignored a text. Or when they say, you know, did you, or were you ignoring my text? Or I've never lied and said I wasn't when I was. I have. Yeah. I have. I, I'm never gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, I gave. I never gave a man that I'm with the silent treatment." I have, but at the same time, I know now, and I know better while I'm single and by myself that the person I'm with and I'm choosing and I want to grow with doesn't deserve that. Yeah, and nobody's sitting here saying we're perfect. All we're saying is we've all done the fuck shit. Yeah. But some- there was time to stop doing it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's time to stop doing that shit after a while. You know, like you you what what how do these people not have these switches in their head that after a while go off and be like, yo, get your shit together, yo. You because they still they they yo. have this illusion of time. Uh, 50's coming. 50's coming. <laughs> like they have an illusion of oh I got time or you know they not going nowhere they gonna be here um, 
you know, they're not about to give up this or, and this is another thing. Everybody's loyalty is different. Yeah. So a lot of women have this idea of what being loyal to a man is, but let's say if that woman was locked up and that man was out here, his loyalty is going to be hella different. Yep, his loyalty gonna be fucking everything left and right. Listen, and but... if you make it out of your sins, then he'll be like, "Oh, baby," but you will have some new kids. <laughs> yes, yes. Did not did not put money on your books. Who answer your phone calls when you call? Like <laughs> that, the, the loyalty is going to shift. The loyalty always shifts versus men and women because women a lot of times when they allow themselves to be with someone who is not being direct and not being forthcoming about what their plan is and what they want to do and showing you every day what they want to do, mm-hmm. they take it in their mind like, okay, let me show him all of the things that I will do if he just get right. Mm-hmm. That man is going to take it as, oh, she's okay with us not doing anything further because she's already doing these things and she's okay doing these things. So he's not trying to change shit because what's the point? You're already doing it already and you're doing shit to show him that he should want something more because this is what he can get. Y'all are fucking door stoppers to y'all relationship growing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I want to have even more. It'll probably be our next joint to do. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to y'all about how some of your friends are the reason why you will never have a successful relationship. Ooh! Dungeon! Yeah, some of your little stank-ass friends yeah. will never have a successful relationship. I'll be watching shit out here and listening to conversations and your friends just be misleading y'all so poorly. Won't be, won't be honest with you, you know. Won't tell you the truth. They just hey, girl, it's you. All these niggas is garbage, and it's like no, your girl garbage, man. <laughs> girl garbage. She out here. She keep ghosting people. She wondering why things ain't working out for her. She only dates drug dealers. Only date niggas in the same group. Like you, there's some stuff that's so obvious as to why you're unsuccessful. And if you have a friend who will not tell you. You need to change it up. That is not your friend. But guess who you keep taking advice from? That motherfucker. Mm. Now he's mm-hmm. 49, almost 50. Who's in your ear talking about? Yeah, these niggas just can't get it together, can they? Now they in a whole relationship with somebody else. Or they Listen, fucking... they're doing they're... it right, though. Mm-hmm. They, they be in a whole relationship with somebody else doing it right. And then you be by yourself looking like, damn, I just did all of that shit for him to be good for the next person. Or I just did all of that shit for her to be comfy with this this man over here that's doing less than I was doing. Uh-huh. Tell you right now, I fix your ass for the next person. I fix your ass for nobody. You need to be <laughs> you fix your fucking stuff before you get to me. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I got time for this. We are, we in our mid thirties. Oh my god! You think I'm taking on a charity case? And this ain't no. I'm not. I'm just not gonna do it. Sorry. And that's another thing. Like, 
you know, if if we want to roll the clocks back, Disney was a thing for me as a child. Not this mature Disney where the kids on the shows don't do homework and they just so happen to end up at the mall, but we didn't see no car, we didn't see no driver. Disney. I'm talking about real Disney where kids actually the kids shit and were on bikes and yeah. played at the park playground and shit. And in all Disney's movies, we see a girl or a woman go from being simple, not having too much, and this adventurous man or this uh, king or this prince or this savior comes to get her and now she has a great life. And then you have uh, preteen and then you have this whole Ooh, now you're boy crazy. Boys were yucky as little girls, but now you're boy crazy. And then you have your teenage life where you just, you want to get looked at. You want to get compliments and you want to be liked by your friends who are girls and you want to be liked by the cute boy in school. Then you get to your, 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 your college years, if you go to college, and there's older people in there that should not be talking to you to you and shouldn't be looking at you and they know you the meat. Not the meat like you fast but the meat like you don't know no better and I could go in and swindle things because I know more. Yep. And then you later in life nobody tells you after 18 there is no cap on you. You be you are free meal to every man at any age that's out here right? Mm-hmm. So with this mindset if that woman who is not a woman is not mature enough or her light in her brain is not clicking, I'm, I, I'm not supposed to be sitting here waiting for a man to come save me. That whole, I'm waiting for somebody to come save me. I'm waiting for somebody to come fix me. I'm waiting for somebody to come clean up my problems or clean up my mess. It's going to trickle into you supposed to be adult. It's going to trickle into you are a parent and you have a child but you're still immature as fuck and you don't know how to have a healthy relationship. It's going to trickle into, oh, my my child's father is not doing it right. Let me go find somebody who's getting money because that's going to solve my problems and then it leads you probably into another child and another problem. The key is that Disney shit is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The, that that princess shit is bullshit. This Barbie shit is bullshit. This, oh, boys are not supposed to play with dolls. Boys are not supposed to be comfortable um, playing with girls who have babies and in a stroller. And then boys play with trucks and they get dirty and they can fuck up and they can do all of this shit. And then they grow in to become men. And then all of a sudden this man this man gets really, you know, comfortable and he skeet, skeet, skeet into some woman and now he has a baby. And then that woman, that young woman has that baby and then she thinks as soon as this baby is fresh out the vagina, the fatherhood is supposed to click into this man. Yeah. It can't work like that. So there's there has to be some form of blending some form of responsibility when it comes for young girls and young boys to grow up in a healthy way to be like 
me choosing somebody has has to be a bigger responsibility than them just looking cute. Me choosing somebody to be with or to share my body with has to be more than him just having money because it can lead to these things. And and this person may not be right for me and this person might mentally abuse me and fuck me up to the point where when I do come across somebody worthy, when I do come across somebody good, I'm not going to even recognize it and I'm not going to want it because I've been trained to accept less than from a man because that's all I've gotten. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what's going on nowadays, people. Y'all heard it? Shan over here dropping these jewels. I'm over here dropping these jewels. Some of y'all got to get y'all shit together. I mean, I guess that's the essential theme of Damn near every relationship show we do. Some of y'all gotta get y'all shit together. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people gotta get their shit together. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking from let me tell you this, let me tell you this. I'm talking from personal experience, experience. and me and me knowing like, okay, this is where it fucked up for me. Yeah. That's this- why I, I explain things like when I went through when I said my relationship and I went through therapy, this is what I learned. Yeah. So you know that I've been putting in the work and w- what I did with, with my relationship it helped it progress in a positive light because it was something that we both were doing that we didn't know was wrong when it came to communicating with each other and you eventually have to find out that that is not healthy. So when mm-hmm. you start you start you hear from other people like oh I didn't know that because we know a lot of y'all out here arguing the same way this is this is normal. This is what we see. You know, or just try and yell over at each, yell over each other until one of y'all just gives up. Then whoever won, won. Or give each other silent treatment. Just ignore a nigga for a week. I don't know how you can do that long, but, you know, some of y'all apparently are doing it. <laughs> you know, but all that shit's incorrect. It's what's causing a lot of failures in your relationships. And I'm still going to add on that the fact that you might also be dating the wrong Zodiac sign. Somebody mm-hmm. that you're not even remotely ever supposed to be compatible with, but you keep forcing the issue. Well, that's a whole nother issue because there's a large group of people that don't believe in that shit. Yeah, exactly, and they should, but they, like I said, you believe in all this other conspiracy theory shit, but you don't believe in that. There's a large group of people that don't believe in intuition. <laughs> yeah. Let me I, tell you what happened to me today, Dungeon. Uh-huh. I, um... I left out of the house to go pick up the girls from school and there was nothing in my driveway. There's my brother's convertible that's in my driveway and then I parked my truck behind it, right? Uh And there was nothing in the driveway. I passed it multiple times today to to drop them off and to come back and then to go pick them up. There was a dead bird behind my brother's car in front of my truck in my driveway. I'm talking fresh. Fresh like oh this bird just died because it was still soft. Yeah. And it, and it was directly in the middle of the driveway. And I'm just like yo what the fuck? And so I'm looking around I'm just like did it something bite it? Did it you know fly into the car? Uh-huh. It's not bleeding or nothing. So I'm just like what the hell? So I, I used my um, gardening tool and I picked it up and I uh, put it in the dumpster outside, the trash can. And I was like, 
somebody on Twitter was like, that it's a message. I was like, who, who mob mob uh guys done sent the message to my house? And cause I because <laughs> I ain't late with nobody money. So yeah. um he was like, you should look it up. So I looked it up and it was like, um, a dead birds usually symbolize death, rebirth, a failed dream, loss of someone close to you. Um, or you found yourself in an un- unhealthy environment. Mm-hmm. So what's so crazy is tomorrow is my favorite uncle's uh, birthday. But, mm-hmm. but he passed away in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, he wouldn't do no shit like that to you sending me no message. So mm-hmm. my friend was like, my friend was like, maybe it's the rebirth of something. I said, I hope it ain't no rebirth of no old relationship because I don't want them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, and ain't nobody over here having no babies because this this uh pussy is getting casket ready to be closed <laughs> the fuck up when it comes to kids come Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what that means, but a lot of times. Um, people don't read into messages that are being sent that are from places and things that they cannot explain. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm the most religious person. I'm not saying I'm the most spiritual person on earth. But I know that ain't no motherfucking coincidence of why that bird is in my driveway. So my yeah. antennas are just up. And so when it comes to like intuition and understanding astrology and characteristics and personality, I know the people that I mesh with. And and with me reading books like that and multiple different books from different authors and resources, I always have the longest relationships with people who are cancers. Mm-hmm. But but they don't last because we have limitations on how long we can be around each other before it starts getting really negative. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, cancers are very um, good for friendships. But as far as like relationships, that shit is not going to work. But it's so weird that the thing that they, the, the sign that they say that I miss the best with, I've never met a man in that, that I'm just like, yeah. Let's try a relationship. It's never been that. I don't know what that man is like. Which which sign they say is best for you? Um, I think it's uh Libra. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Libras either. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know no Libra men. Yeah, they kind of like you gotta like find. Yeah, you would have to like put a search in on a dating app for only that birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that zodiac sign. Catch her from there, cause I know one that I always say is sucky, and I will continue to say it. Oh, <laughs> is the Leos? They're hot garbage. I don't care what you try to say. And that's to another them. thing. It says it says <laughs> I should try Libras, Leos, Aries, or Aquarius. Yeah, Leos and Aquarius. I can tell you from my personal experience, hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't that. Well, Leo's, they, their mindset don't make no sense to me because they always think that they can just do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they do the cut. We, what we're talking about, the silent treatment, they love ghosting people. And then uh-huh. being like, I myself nothing. So 
Like even when I was dating, I put my profile, no Leos, please. I don't care. They're like, you don't know all this. I don't need to know y'all. I met enough that all do the same fuckery. Which proves to me that <laughs> I don't need to meet any more, y'all. I'm good. You know what's so crazy? It says um Geminis are least compatible with Virgos and Pisces and the worst relationship. I'm not gonna say the worst, but I'm just gonna say like the most passive aggressive relationships I've had have been with a Virgo and a Pisces. Really? That's like really- like like they are not they're not um they're not like horrible people, but mm-hmm. when it comes to like communication, um the Pisces he was like very controlling in a communicating way. So let's say we were talking about something and he said it, it's blue and I said no it's red. Mm-hmm. He will call up his closest friends or his family members to explain the issue and then have them choose to see whose side they on. Jesus Christ. Like he would have to have like the answer and be right and have other people back his answer. I remember one yeah. time he asked me to do something and I didn't want to do it. And for a week straight, Dungeon, I kid you not, every time I would call him, he would ask me to do that one thing and I and I wouldn't do it. And he said, okay, I'm going to give you three seconds and then he would hang up. Damn. <laughs> oh, dog, you're controlling that shit. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, I can't. And then Virgos, they hot and cold. They like, he would choose like what days of the week he wanted to be emotionally uh, present. And then for the other days, it's like, I, I need your read receipts on, but I'm not going to respond. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's Virgo pettiness. I, I'm I can, just like, duh, go away. So, I can there's, there's a level of pettiness in Virgos that we have to express, but you can get you can get the communication out of us. Um, it just depend. It does depend on the mood, you know. He said, Sometimes- "You said so you're not gonna send me a video nude in 4K." No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No, I'm not." He's like, "All right, yeah. I'm going to sleep." <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Over these oh, things, you gotta be. You gotta watch us, Virgo. You know, you gotta watch. We we eventually break down the breakdown, but yeah, some of us uh, are slightly passive aggressive, but we still have learned that the silent treatment so. does not work. Yeah, the silent treatment does not work unless you're not trying to be in that relationship. Continue, continue your shit, continue yeah. your bullshit, continue to give the silent treatment because when you're giving the silent treatment. They're going to give somebody else some mouth treatment or some pussy treatment. There you go. There you go. Especially when you wait in the week. Listen. <laughs> like a dummy. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> and, and, you know, just like some men, some men do it. Not all, because I'm not no, all men do this and all men do that. All men don't do the same thing and all women don't do the same thing. But there are also women that will take advantage of the fact that, okay, you on your dick shit? Okay. So I'm gonna act like I'm giving you space while I'm giving another nigga my space. Uh huh. There you go. And that's no bueno either. But yeah, you know, I do what I do out there. You know what I mean, we just we just telling y'all how to make things better. Yeah. Make, if you want it to be. Yeah. If you want it to be. If you don't, you know. You know. Do do what you do. You know. Yeah. 
But thank you guys for sticking around for the show. I appreciate it. Uh, we got two messages before we get out of here. I'm going to play them. Um, before we get out of here, I'm going to tell you guys that you can also listen to the show on your podcast platform, The Real Relationship Report. We do have a Twitter. Um, I do uh, promote the show before we have it, either on my um, IG, which is She Gets a Pod, or on the Twitter, which is The Real Relationship Report. And um, this episode will be available on the podcast platforms by Monday. I'm not going to make no promises and say it's going to be tomorrow because I got two shows to edit. But by Monday, it should be up on there and you can listen to it outside of stereo. I'm going to play these messages and uh, hopefully it's something good and not nothing crazy. But I appreciate you guys for listening and sharing the show. Yeah, good looking out coming through. All right, let me play this thing. Hey, man, it's amazing how y'all talking about this topic, and I just broke up with my baby mama, man. Oh, <laughs> wow. No. Man. What's going on? Y'all weren't talking to each other, so. Maybe, maybe ask why you broke up with her, was it because of this topic? Yeah, like that. Jeez. That's another shitty thing. Communication being shitty. And then you have like children involved. Oh hell, uh-huh. no. Jesus! Yeah. Come on, Jerry. First of all, that's childish as hell. Yes, it is. Silent treatment. Come on. Yes. Man. If you're not gonna talk, get the fuck out. Period. Yes. It's <laughs> best to be by your damn self. Yes. When you're in a relationship, you work that shit out. You talk about it. Right. Hash it out. You know what I'm saying? Come on, that's like silent treatment. It's like second and third grade. My might, might mm-hmm. even be first. But still though, you gotta grow up. Mm-hmm. I'm believing that bullshit. You gonna talk, damn it. <laughs> Get the fuck on. Ain't wasting my time. No more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said you gonna talk, damn it. That's another thing. Women will give you the silent treatment and then when it comes to they hungry and you be like you you want something to eat? And they be like, yeah. Can you pick up uh-huh. another? Nah, nigga, you ain't talking to me. Go feed yourself. Peace. <laughs> don't, don't <tell> <laughs> like, that man got me, dog. Go hunting for deer tonight. I ain't feeding you shit. Right. <laughs> Go get the rifle. You know Just what I mean? Eat your silence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't be doing that silent treatment shit unless you're trying to be by yourself. Like Jerry said, like I ain't got no time for that. And then the people that I did silent treatment with, it's because mentally I knew there was no longevity there. You just got on my nerves. When yeah. when when somebody really likes you, when you're upset, their stomach is going to hurt. Yeah. When you're not happy, they're not going to be happy. When um they're in a jam. We in a jam. Yep. That's how you know if somebody really fucks with you. Mm-hmm. But if you having a hard time and you shit is going wrong for you and you supposed to be supposedly with this person and they lolly dollying and they counting their money and they making plans to go out, that ain't your person. Not at all. Just <laughs> let you know. If you got another message and then we gonna get up out of here. Uh, hey guys. Vondell here. I just wanted to let you guys know that 
He had another wonderful, amazing show. Um, glad to see you and hear you all again. You know, I got a little thing for Dungeon over there. So, I always like to see him on the app. And always, once again, good advice, you know. It's all about working things out and being considerate to your partner. And really doing things with love, you know. And I'm finding in my life that you really, really have to actively put God first, you know. Or Allah or the universe, the creator, wherever you call it, put them, put God first, you know, put a higher power first in your, even in your relationship and be and act in love and everything kind of works itself out. So shout out to you all. Great show. Mm. Just Devonda. Come on with the word. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, Dungeon. I know I'm losing weight because my draws is loose. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just need to figure out how to get this fatty in the backy, okay? Listen. How you get this fatty in the backy? That's what I need to figure out. <laughs> Listen, we we was uh my boy at at uh my my retreat this past weekend. Yeah. And he was bragging about how the females in his workout group all have natural fat asses. And he's yes. like they just get it from working out. They don't get no body work done. He's like they pride themselves on, I guess, doing so many squats mm-hmm. that they actually just become naturally plumping around. And I was like, "Hey, he's he's like, I put this to them become fat." And I was like, "That's crazy, but they, you can do it. You don't you don't have to the the uh, the the Dominican Republic or Dr. Miami is just a quick way to do it." Let know? me tell you something. When I was in my t- when when I was in my twenties, uh, one of my kids' dads. It's a great pride on my ass being fat from from back shots. We were doing a lot of sucking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do that anymore. I ain't got time. So I have to work out. So, yeah. Yeah, see, just, you, since you're doing the, the prolonged single thing, you're yeah. not going to get that from sexual activity. You're going to just have to go to the gym. So. <laughs> Unless you have a house nigga, you're not going to be able to do what you need to do to get that. No. But I actually yeah. have to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a wonderful thing for somebody to come sweat you out. Yeah, it is. But when you when you do it a prolonged single indefinitely, you know, you can't, uh, you're not always going to have that option. And let me just say this right here for any men here. Who likes um, when a woman is uh, squatting on the wing? If I spent my week working out and doing squats, you are down to a minute and 30 second maximum when it comes to that wing. I am sorry. I already worked out today. We're not about to be in this position too long. You about to get it while we're getting this good. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta chill. <laughs> That's one of the females' worst positions, and men love that position. That the, the squat. No, they love it. They be like, no. get up here, get up and here. I'm just like, dog. I'm gonna demand. I'm gonna talk to whoever creates exercise machines. I'm like, can you do one that practices that position for women in the gym? Because men love that shit, and y'all all be coming down. 
You do it for a good two it's minutes. It's hard. Like, oh, it's oh, all right. Especially if, if the bed is not firm. Like, mm-hmm. my bed is kind of firm, but I have a pillow topper, so it makes it softer. That yeah. means I really got to put, like, effort on my uh, knees. Yeah, most beds are memory foam now, so you're going, you know, you're going to oh be thinking. Oh, Tell you, y'all got y'all to gotta get on that, man. I'm about to get me a sex wedge pillow, though. <laughs> What's a sex wedge pillow? What is this? Listen, it's 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 a it's a pillow that's on an angle. So mm. when he is giving you ultra price, he can really get down deep into the crevices. Oh my goodness. I've never <laughs> I've never even heard of a sex wedge pillow. Oh my god, there's so many things that I want to get. I'm gonna have me like a dungeon up in here when once I'm finished. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look. It's gonna be like that night. I'm be like, yo, go get the toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> you go get the toolbox. I was like, yo, <laughs> I got a special toolbox. It's not the tools in there you need. It's the tools <laughs> I need. Um, but yeah, I'm in that. Okay, let me let me stop extra talking because every time I extra talking, I'm just like, we gotta get out of here. It's another message. So. Like, <laughs> Silent treatment Equals another failed relationship Bro I can't tell you how much of a fact That shit is Yes. But at the same time arguing Like a bunch of buffoons that ain't no better You know I feel like as a couple both of y'all Well not y'all specifically but Two people they, they require They are Necessarily assigned to sit at a damn table and talk some shit out like normal folks, and if y'all can't do that, then ain't y'all ain't for each other. That's just how the hell it yeah. is. I don't know, but that silent treatment, man, that shit to do something else. Yeah. Look, you hit me with the silent treatment when I'm trying to reach out to your ass. I'm blocking you. Blocked. <laughs> Men don't. That's why I was like, who's waiting a week? Listen, you come back. I'm gonna have a whole nother relationship going on. I don't, I don't know what type of exes people have or what type of relationships they were in, but the men that I have dealt with, oh, I can ignore and I cannot answer all I want to, but it's going to be an anonymous pull up and a doorbell ring. And when I open it, somebody's gonna pull me into another dimension outside, (laughs) and it and it has happened, okay. And I've also had uh, eggs that live out of state drive five hours in Atlanta traffic from another state. Oh, hell no. Like, Mm-mm. listen, being petty and not answering shit is, has never worked out for me. So I already know, like, going forward, that's not an option. Listen, fellas. If she gives you the sign of treatment, she's for the streets. <laughs> Listen, she's not ready. It, 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 it could be she for the streets or she's not ready. Either way, if you ready for somebody who's not with that shit, that's a clue that it ain't the one for you. Stop forcing shit to work when it don't. Exactly. Stop forcing people that, that don't want to be in relationships to be in relationships. Yeah. <laughs> they'll do it. They'll waste your time. Please believe they'll waste your fucking time. They love yeah. doing that. So. Yeah, I'm good on that. Well, thank you guys. This is another episode of The Real Relationship Report. My name is Shan from She Gets a Pod. That is Dungeon. 
OG underscore dungeon on IG. You can hit us up on here. You can find both of us on here in the stereo streets. You can find us on IG. Um, just click the link. You can also support the Real Relationship Report podcast on Red Circle. You can donate on there. You can donate on Stereo. Um, soon there will be merch. I'm working on it on another shop. Okay, Listen, okay. I got I got four other podcasts. I got four shops. I'm about to add a fifth. Okay, so y'all just work with me. It's coming. It's on the way, but I appreciate y'all. This episode will be out by Monday. Um, I appreciate everybody for stopping in. And uh, Dungeon, you got anything you want to add? Just make sure that y'all vote for us again on allonstereo.com for most dynamic duo. Uh, Make sure you show us some love on there because the real content creators need to be shown love and need to be acknowledged. Just because Niggas shout your name out. Don't mean they're content creator. Remember Facts. that. Remember that. So Facts. Love. You know I mean? Appreciate you got- y'all. Have a, gr- have a great weekend, Dungeon. Y'all do the same. You want to run through these last two messages real quick? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got messages. We got the two. Trey and Crown Royale. Yeah, I might have to agree with both of y'all on that. Yeah, the dude says she for the streets, and the girl says she, you know, she just ain't ready. I, I think it's both, man. Because yeah. with me... Some shit had happened, bro, uh, with, with two exes ago, actually. Mm. She gave me the silent treatment for damn near a week. Like, <laughs> like surprisingly, like old girl said earlier. And with me, see, look, I don't play that shit. You ain't about to have my nerves going, so I blocked her ass, and I moved the hell on. You mm. understand? We, we, ain't, we ain't about to play no stupid games up in here. So, surprisingly, she came back and said, well, she came knocking on my door saying, oh, I'm ready to talk now. Oh, uh-huh. Who are you? Motherfucker, I'm sorry, bro. I'm unavailable. I'm trying to focus on my rap career. I can't rap, but I'm trying to focus on my music career. I ain't got no goddamn time to be dealing with your ass. You should have answered me when I said something to you. Look, don't take my kindness for me a weakness, bro. Appreciate me reaching out to your ass when I try to, because if you ain't, then I ain't gonna give it. Yo, I love this in the middle of. He said I can't rap, but I. It was so honest. I was like, yeah, that's right. Fuck that. <laughs> Boy, you know, you know, it is so hard for somebody to like ignore you or give you the silent treatment and then want to talk. And then you be wanting so bad to fake like you busy and you ain't got the time, but you really do. Yep. I, like, look, got your I, ass. I'll do it because, you know, my pride. Listen. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, this, this don't work on your time. Now right. you want to talk? Fuck out of here. I'm gonna... busy. I can't I'm... talk right now. What you doing? Ask somebody else. Like... Click. <laughs> Got here. Got Crown Royale. Hey, what's going on, Dungeon Shan? Okay, you guys are basically talking about my current situation oh, right shit. now. So oh. I ghosted this guy. Well, I ghost everybody, but oh, this is the guy else. I last slept with. I ghosted him for like three months and I just popped up Damn. Um, to his crib. Well, I just popped up and was like, hey, can we talk? And we explained oh, what, yeah. you know, what it is that we didn't like about each other and we need to work on in order for us to move forward. Blase, blase, blase. Right. And I went ghost on him and I'm not for the streets. I, he was the last person I had sex with, which was three months ago. And how about I went to his house a few nights ago. This motherfucker could even get on hard. And I'm like, whoa, what's going uh, on? So he been le- he been leaking it in my head, I'm just kind of like, I'm not 
gonna give you sex if it if you're not even changing the way you are now. Oh, I gotta hear more. I gotta hear more of this. Okay. And I feel like I'm forcing him to do things he don't want to do because I keep telling him over and over again what it is I don't like about him and he's not changing. I knew him for like 10 years on and off, on and off. We never dated or anything. We, you know, slept with each other, but he's not changing. I don't see any changes and he thinks I'm going to give him pussy and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, can I change? Can I just handle this one? Can I just, yes, can I just, yes. Crown Royale, <laughs> you've been listening to us long enough to know that there's a statement I'm about to make that everybody in this room that listens to us knows I'm about to make. Mm-hmm. You are not going to change any fucking man ever, mm-hmm. anytime, any day. As you just said, you know, for 10 years, he still won't change. Men don't change until they want to. Yeah. It don't matter how much pussy you give him, how much pussy you don't give him, how much you talk to him. If he's not willing to change, he's not gonna change. Yeah. This is I'm telling. This is what we be talking about. We like yo. People still don't notice. This. this is basic shit. Men do not change unless they want to change. Yep. But there are still women out here. Who think they gonna change us? This is it's 2021. People have been dating since Adam and Eve. Hmm. And y'all still think that you're gonna change a motherfucking man who doesn't want to change. See, this is the problem. This is the problem, Jan. This is why dating is so difficult. This is why you don't go back. Yep, you don't go you don't go back. Listen, I tried them off these fields. I couldn't. Y'all still out here trying to change niggas. <laughs> you don't you don't go back unless you are okay with that person being who they are. Yeah. And you've accepted it. Yeah. Because they're not gonna they not come on man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. that's out. But, Get you some new wang to train for your circus. Yeah. Or just deal with the fuckery. That's what that is. Yeah, because that nigga don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You complaining, but I got these other chicks I can deal with that are gonna, you know, let me knock them down and deal with the, the fuck shit I do. So that's you know another I mean? thing. I think just like women hope one day this, I hope this man go wake up and his dick gonna get tired and he just wants one pussy. Um, I think I think men also hope that one day she stop asking me to be better and just take me with this. Yeah. And if, and if you don't want to take a man for where he is at and be like, that's my man, I'm going to stick by him, leave him alone. Yeah, if you're not happy leave to dancing on subway poles and rapping in the street for spare change, listen, you know, that ain't happy, that ain't good enough for you. <laughs> leave him alone. If your man likes to, likes to get off of work and come home and dance in the room on TikTok, you want him to go out here and get real money. Who do you think? <laughs> That's his thing. He want mm-hmm. him to get a real career? This thing has been a TikTok person since you met him. Listen. Don't you try to get him to be a corporate guy now. <laughs> to be an if, adult. If you got a man and he gets upset when his mom gets a new boyfriend, leave him alone. <laughs> if, if his mom is still young enough to be dating, you probably shouldn't be. <laughs> like, Listen! 
because the bomb gonna be on you. She be like, man, you damn near the same age. Like, yes, <laughs> you know man. What? Don't date these baby boy, uh, baby moms or real mothers, because you be out here having problems for real, for real. Oh yeah, you know? you're gonna be fighting with their mom to compete to see who the girlfriend. I've been here longer. I had him. <laughs> I had him for nine months. <laughs> Oh, I had him last night. Yeah, <laughs> I had him for nine minutes. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> oh man! All right, we got three more. Back to crime royale. Hey, you're right, and I don't even know why my clown ass keep trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's the one that be like, "I want to change. I want to change, and I'm gonna make things right, and I'm gonna change my ways." And when I get around him, it's like. It is the same shit. And I'm like, okay, let me just get away from this guy. But me being a horn dog and trying to get some cutty from him and his dick would even get on hard. I'm like, you know what? This is a motherfucking sign. Let me get the hell out of this man's house. So, yeah, I'm back to being a celibate, I guess, until I meet the right person. But he's never going to change. He don't even want to leave the house. He's a fucking caveman. Like, he literally don't even want to leave the house. He orders groceries. He even, like, this guy doesn't want to do nothing. Nada. He just want to stay home and do nothing and watch anime. Like, I don't have time for that shit. It's annoying. But thank you, y'all. <laughs> it was a lot, but thanks. Girl, save yourself. That, an- that anime, boy. Listen, any man watching anime, like, sir, your dick can't even reach my peaks, dog. <sighs> I just know all I have to do for a man that watched anime is send you a titty nude and you be good for the night. Yeah. People like, I know real breasts or anime breasts. Even like, whatever you want it to be, my man. Can you put it in the cartoon filter? <laughs> Sir! Use the cartoon filter on your breasts. Get it! <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna play these, Siri. Dungeon! Yes! Facts! Yes, yes, yes. Nobody has the power to change anyone, no matter how hard we try, male, female, whatever. Nobody has the power to change anyone. We can influence people. We can teach people. We can give people the right sources and all of that. We can be a support to them. Um, We can even maybe enable them if that's what we choose to do, which I wouldn't (laughs) recommend. You know, if it's especially a negative thing. Um, But ultimately... The only people we are in charge of changing ourselves that we can actually change is ourselves. Woo! Yeah. Anyway, nice show. Thanks for uh, you know bringing this to the platform and the silent treatment. Very. Uh, yeah, I'm divorcing someone that did that, and um, that shit's mm. really annoying. Very uh, counterproductive. Hmm. She knows. She knows. Oh my goodness. If I had a man that danced on, like, did the little dance TikTok videos <laughs> and everything, oh my gosh, that would be the cutest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. I would just take my happy ass, sit on a couch or in a chair, and just watch that unfold because that would be like the sexiest <laughs> thing ever. And then I'd probably be like, hey, baby, let's go take care of the rest of this in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. There's two things that I can't handle. I can't handle a man dancing better than me, and I can't handle <laughs> I can't I can't handle a man whose ass is fatter than mine. And I've experienced 
two men that I've had in past relationships where their ass was way fatter than mine. I'm just like, dog, look at this rotisserie. Like, and where you at? You can't afford to date nobody that got Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, dog, when you walk, that shit no. swishes, dog. I can't. Where, that's real competition for you where you at. Listen, I'd be like, give me some. Girl, you, homeboy. Hogging, hogging all that ass. <laughs> oh crown royale he's making all these promises swerve i would swerve. dump his ass in a heartbeat i'd be like you know what i've stayed long enough to hear the same old bullshit come out of your mouth nothing's changing well you know what good luck with things um hopefully maybe in the next 10 years you actually follow through with what you're saying you're gonna do oh god <laughs> exactly there you go. Hey, y'all we at it. the end. <laughs> we at the end. I read my me- I read a message from my friend that was listening on the show. She uh, said she said right before our show started, her her and her boyfriend was having an argument, and they was listening to the show. And she said, "I made her, I made her seem like shit because of <laughs> what she was doing in the argument." I said, "I'm sorry, y'all need to work it out." <laughs> Yo, if right. you not if you not communicate properly, we gonna call you out on it. You be all right. Bad. It's just you gotta be realistic about the shit, man. Like, silent treatment is not healthy for your relationship. Yeah, it's you not. Know what I mean? it's she just, can change uh, in a second, dog. Yeah, don't be embarrassed. Just, just be real. Talk, talk the shit out. Get and it over I, with. Look, look, I understand it because I be mad. I be mad when I, I don't want to talk to somebody and I need them. I'm just like, no, I told you, like I said, in the moment, do yeah. what I was, we learned was if you need to take some time, be like, yo, I'm you 20 minutes, get my head right. Then we'll oh, finish God. talking. But just That's sit the there, doors, slamming pots and pans. You know, saying- my, you know what my problem is, though, Dungeon? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna work on it, but I don't know when I get upset how much time I need. So, all right. So that's this is what we kind of went through with my situation. Like, you don't you you don't need but so much because you have to be considerate to who you're dealing with. Because yes. this is a part of the therapy talk. So you don't get forever, but you yeah. do get time. You deserve to have your time. And just if we think about it, if you're sitting alone, the the frustration comes from the other party won't stop talking or keep saying shit that's upsetting you. But if mm-hmm. you go to your room and you just sit there in silence and be like, all right, let me get my thoughts together. In like 20 minutes, a half hour, you good. If you need hours and hours, you have a, a, a one a blood pressure problem. And <laughs> two, you have an anger management problem. Like, Yo, it's been that's- six hours. That's what my kid's dad said. He said, dog, you've been upset for a week and a half. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, it's, it's it's true. I said, so I am not ready. I said, I haven't talked to our kid in three days because I don't want to look at her face because I'm going to see you. I'm going to be pissed off. So I'm not ready for her, for you to bring her. And he had to keep her for an extra week 
until I calm down. And I'm just like, I should not be this angry. And yeah, he was no. like, you got to figure out where to put that shit. Yeah, that's some other shit you got going on, Shay. You might be... <laughs> I can't even look at my child and remind me of you. Oh my god! I'm just like, dog, I feel so bad, but everything. Like, yeah, bro. And then and then I and then I made it a point to not even take my gun out the safe because uh, I want to I I ain't want to be in traffic and be thinking about me being angry and somebody do something slight out of pocket and me go ham. Yeah. So I ain't touched my gun that whole week. Like I was so angry. But you know what it was? It was because I was having withdrawals from food I couldn't have. Oh, okay. Yeah, that does. So that, so that added on top of me being angry and just extended it. It was like an extendo. So I was just yeah. walking around being an AK-47. Yeah, no. I feel you on that. You were doing what was safe, so that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> How we got four messages that we trying to get out of here? Uh, let me run through them real quick. We, we, okay. We oh, my God. Girl. Say it again. <laughs> I cannot deal with a guy who's thicker than me. Yes! It is the most unattractive thing ever. Like, your ass is bigger than mine. I think that's so weird. And I feel like if a guy is dancing on TikTok, you're probably close to twerking next. I think that's the most weirdest thing. I don't know. Me, I like manly, manly men. You know what I mean? Like, not masculine, but I have to make sure you're all the way, like, straight. If you're doing all that extra stuff, I'm just going to assume, you know, otherwise. But, girl, I'm with you. I can't. I knew this guy. His thighs were so thick and his ass was so fat. And he used to wear, like, small, tight pants. It was a turn off. I had to stop talking to him. It was a turn off. Ugh. Let me tell you something. I had an ex whose ass was so, I had an ex whose ass was fat enough. That I would purposely, <laughs> you know, I would purposely sleep on it because it was just like the right circumference. I'm just like, dog, look at this thing. I said, Where give me this rotisserie. All these bubble butt niggas. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong oh with you? And then look, he had a nerve to like want to wear. <laughs> I just not been a problem in the dating world up north. Y'all have a whole nother problem. He had a nerve to want to wear skinny jeans. I'm just like, dog, this is not the cut for you. Yo, didn't even have to wear this. (laughs) (laughs) But I do. You don't have a belt. We got a problem. (laughs) I do appreciate a man who can't dance. Like if you if you all you can do like stand up and sway, yeah, you the one. You the one, dog. You the one I need. Because yeah. if you if you could dance, you gonna embarrass me because I'm I'm not a dancer. Yo, y'all are having a whole nother level of issues. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. He's all big butt niggas down here getting so much. <laughs> Speaking of fat ass, um, so I was on TikTok yesterday and I saw this guy stick, right? Like stick size. And then he dropped it back and he started twerking and I was like, oh my goodness, that is the most delicious man booty I have seen in a long time. 
this guy didn't even look like he had ass to hand out to people. But when he dropped it back and he started popping it, I was like, oh, my God, I am so rusty. I need to learn to twerk again because I forgot. How does someone forget to move? I don't know, guys. But, man, it was it was great. But that that guy booty was fine. Lots of people were talking about it in the comments to his video. Oh, what is going on? This is my thing. Like when it comes when it comes to a man's ass, I like that shit to be a secret. Yeah. <laughs> like if if your ass is no longer a secret and the world knows, sir. Yeah. Who is the woman in the relationship? Yeah, you can't have no booty popping out. Your girl ain't got no butt. Like that. As a man, I don't know. I just <laughs> that's a bit of a problem. And don't get me wrong, like I have a butt, but it ain't like the booty that the Lord got me in the front. Like the Lord gave me like all the titty meat that He should have left like in the back. And so I'm just like, okay, Lord, you just want me to keep my eyes on the prize. I got you, <laughs> but I still need a little bit more in the back end. But don't give that to the man I'm with. Yeah, and if he. If he in the gym with this big bubble button, he's doing squats. Boy, you better tell I'm talking him. about wake up at five a.m. every morning to go running, sir. You need not to do shit. If he if he trying to keep that ass, you need to, now you got to think twice about what you're doing because oh, yeah, there yeah. might be something else going on. That you don't know about. Oh yeah, yeah that that relationship is over. He's like my man, I'm gonna need you to stop doing squats right now. He's like, wow, yeah. oh, it's okay, a wrap for you. It's a wrap for you. <laughs> That shit is poking. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? She gets it up. Uh, what's up? How you doing? It's good. Uh, Dungeon, what's going on? I hope y'all having a good night. What's the word? This I'm... voice. Sir, if you, if you don't get on Voices.com and get you paid, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All right>. get <laughs> them <Yeah>. dollars. <clears throat> we got Dra- Drago. Hey, what's up, guys? What's that? You know the kind of situation I hate is that Talk about it. If your you know your partner did something wrong, mm-hmm. right? Now, obviously you should hate them for what they did to hurt you for whatever reason, whether they disrespected you, they cheated on you or they hit you whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. You think to yourself, "Okay, well he obviously this partner does not deserve forgiveness." But then you start to miss them mm. and you know you're going to feel vulnerable you're going to be like if i forgive him i'm going to feel so damn weak for forgiving him even though he doesn't deserve forgiveness but then you can't switch your feelings off that's the fucking problem so you're like trapped like what what do you do you know <laughs> and i hate that i hate feeling like i want to be with somebody even though they, they don't they don't deserve me you know I feel feel that to an extent. That's when my my discipline and my pride kicks in and my pettiness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let me tell you something. I don't under, I don't care how lonely I get, how great you know the good memories we had. If you did me wrong, and mm-hmm. this shit's over, it's over. I don't care how good the pussy was, nothing. The shit's over. I'm not coming back. I'm not gonna let anybody think or know that they have that type of power over me, where they be like, you know what? Snap my fingers, you'll come on back. Because we had good sex, sir. You know, you need me back in your life. There should never be anybody that has that type of power over you other than your parents. And that's man, it's hard, Dungeon, because <laughs> that that dick be hitting corner pockets. 
Y'all see this? What this? What the problem with y'all? See? You see that? You see that right there? What you just said? Why so many of y'all be like these, y'all be like these homosexuals live? Like, I didn't this even know that avenue of pussy was in there. No, that's my look. I have never been in pussy so good that it was allowed to mistreat me. Okay, <laughs> what's that long? Not for that long. <laughs> I was I was never being pussy that good. I was like, let you me tell you, if, if you are if you are within my my hot cave, mm. listen, that is the only space where you are allowed to talk to me dis- disrespectfully, because that's what she likes, right? But if you out of that, I don't want to hear it. So, <laughs> me and my best friend had a, a statement where it's like, you know, the pussy good. <laughs> what do you mean? We used to be like, yo, her pussy was so good. I'll go home and slap my mom in the face. <laughs> we used to try to go home and slap your mom in the face. But I'm like, get up. You're like, what? You're like, pow. This pussy was excellent. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yo. Or it was another. It was, it was this pussy so good, I'll let her disrespect me in front of my mom. I was, Boy. No, if the pussy's that good, that's the only time. A woman can ever do some crazy shit for the Obama. But I'm that's like, one of that's one of my brothers right now. Uh, hey, no, like you can't do you can you can't get me like that. After a certain age, you have to tell the dick <laughs> something about you, just about me being a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? She can't just keep doing us like this. You know what I'm saying? You can't keep doing us like this. So you gotta you gotta discipline yourself, man. You that's gotta funny. discipline That's funny. <laughs> Dungeon! <laughs> oh my god! Dungeon, stop! Yo! Why I be so excited when you get on live? I was like, wait, Dungeon on live? And Shim? You always have me cracking the fuck up. You, Core, and Shan need to have a show together. Like, that would make that would make my day on stereo. Well, I love it when y'all have y'all lives, man. It's so funny. It's so refreshing. But yeah, what's up with all these bubble butt niggas? It's so annoying. Like, uh, and then, oh, Sham. Girl, think about it. I had an ex that had a fat ass too. And he now, he wears sides purse. You know how, like, the dude be wearing the skinny jeans with the side purse? I cannot. I'm like, whoever he's he's dating now, I'm sure they wear the same size panties. I cannot. Oh, my God. They wearing man purses. What is going on? I don't know. Oh, so now niggas is getting bubble busted. It's hard out here, dog. That's why I just have to stay safe and be single. Yo, I, I feel you. Now, now it's starting to make even more sense. Why you yeah. like it? Like, wait. So the dudes are just turning into the women now. Like I don't <clears throat> turning into the women. And then know. don't don't let them be sensitive. Oh my God, uh, sir. Whew. Y'all are trouble out here, man. Y'all are <laughs> uh Crown Royale hey, that would be a great show if I get Corder come on and uh, you know, when she's feel like you know, I gotta catch her in the right mood. So <laughs> but, uh, it, sound, it sounds like me and uh Crown Royale need to do a show talking about his ass when his ass is fat. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, 
I'm screwed. I, I don't understand because I didn't know that this was a problem. <laughs> Listen. Well, you know, these bubble butt niggas walking around out here getting all in. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we got one more and then we done. Uh, Girl, you already know. <laughs> okay, Eddie. Uh, <clears throat> man. Been this real, people. It's been good real. Show. Good show. Yeah. Real relationship rapport. We will catch y'all next time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Catch you later. Bye.